Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala amma ba'd. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. All praise and thanks are due solely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome back to Unlocking Hearts. I'm your host Irshad Siddiq. And in this program, we try to reflect on the Qur'an so that Allah Ta'ala make us from among those who reflect and not from among those who have locks upon their hearts. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Today we look at the 16th Jews, which begins at verse 75 of Suratul Al-Kaf, in the middle of the story of Musa and Khidr, alayhimu salatu wassalam. The Jews contains all of Surah Maryam and Surah Taha, ending at the conclusion of Surah Taha. The story of Musa والسلام, is a theme that flows throughout this Jews. It begins in the middle of the story of Musa's adventure with Khidr والسلام, then the bond between Musa and his brother Harun والسلام, is mentioned in Surah Maryam. And then Surah Taha focuses entirely on the story of Musa In these three suwar, we see three different parts of the journey of Musa والسلام, as a student, a brother and a messenger. The theme of miracles is another theme found consistently throughout this Jews. The Jews begins with the miracles of Khidr and Dhul Qarnayn in the second half of Surah Al-Kaf. Khidr while there is differences of opinion about his status of whether he was a prophet or not, the general consensus of Ahl-Sunnah al-Jama'ah is that he was not a prophet of Allah, but... He was in fact a special servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a close friend of Allah, waliullah. And he was granted many miracles and a deep understanding of qadr, meaning divine decree. Through Musa alayhi journey with him, they encountered many, many strange things. And Musa alayhi learned the importance of trusting Allah's qadr. Dhul Qarnayn was a great leader who was given control of a large portion of the earth. As a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah allowed him to construct a wall that protected the world from Ya'juj and Ma'juj, known publicly as the Gog and Magog. These were descendants from one of the sons of Nabi Nuh So our understanding is that they are human, though they don't quite resemble us as a human species, they are somewhat deformed in our vision. So Gog and Magog will remain hidden behind this wall until the end of times and they are in fact one of the major signs of Qiyamah. Surah Maryam gives us two miraculous births in the form of Yahya salam and Isa salam. Yahya salam was granted to his parents at an old age after his father made special supplications and dua for an heir. Isa salam is only human and he is the only human created from a mother without a father. The core lesson in these stories is to never lose hope in Allah's mercy and to ask Allah for whatever we need as he is capable of all things. The miracles of Musa والسلام, are then listed in Surah Taha as well. Surah Maryam is an early Makkan surah that was revealed before the migration to Abyssinia or the Habashis. We know this because Ja'far recited this surah in the court of Najashi. The surah has a powerful rhythmic flow and it really touches the heart. The message of the surah likewise is deep and touches the heart. A core message in the surah is the rahmah of Allah, the mercy of God, which is repeated throughout 
The name Ar-Rahman appears in the surah 16 times. And I highly encourage you, the listeners, to take some time out and play the recitation of Surah Maryam from an excellent reciter, your favorite reciter of the Qur'an, wherein there's a recitation of a slow, rhythmic style and possibly even follow the translation while it is being recited. It will take you on a journey of iman, subhanallah. In the stories of Maryam والسلام, and Khidr والسلام, there's an interesting contrast. Khidr والسلام, took away the child of a couple to protect them from the child growing up who would eventually harm them. Of course, they viewed losing their child as a tragedy and they were unaware that it was actually to protect them. Maryam والسلام, on the other hand was blessed with a child that you know, when she received news of this child, it was initially a very big test for her because she had a very good and chaste reputation. A child without explanation of the father is, of course, a quite a big problem in her life. However, she didn't realize at the time that this child would be Nabi Isa والسلام, and would grow up to be a great blessing for her and, in fact, all of creation. In these two stories, we see how both gaining and losing a child can be perceived differently. Both can be tests from Allah, and whatever Allah wills for us is best for us. In the story of Nabi Ibrahim, we have an excellent role model of how to call people to Islam. Throughout the story, Ibrahim calls on his father with compassion and wisdom, despite his father's rejection and harshness towards him. This passage in Surah Maryam should be recited and reflected on for lessons in da'wah methodology. If you want to know how to speak to people about Allah and invite them to Islam, most definitely refer to Surah Maryam in this regard. Nabi Muhammad sees in Ibrahim an optimistic message. Ibrahim's father rejected his message, yet others would later embrace it. Likewise, the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ had rejected his message, but there were many who were going to embrace it afterwards. A variety of other prophets are mentioned in Surah Maryam, the brotherhood between Musa and Harun, as we mentioned, the steadfastness of Ismail and the raising up of Idris والسلام, are all listed as examples of Allah's blessings on various prophets. The message is absolutely clear. Obey Allah and he will take care of you in both worlds. Surah Taha revolves around the story of Prophet Musa والسلام, with a strong focus on his journey as a messenger. Other repetitions of this story in the Quran focus on the reactions of the Pharaoh or his people. Here, the focus is on his journey, Nabi Musa والسلام, and the personal struggles which parallel those of Nabi Muhammad of course, Surah Taha holds an important place in the hearts of the believers. It was the opening verses of this surah that caused Umar anhu to have his heart opened towards Islam as he was on his way to annihilate and assassinate Nabi Muhammad wasallam. He heard that his sister had in fact embraced Islam and upon trying to you know, interrogate her, he heard the message of the Quran being read inside the home. Upon entering, the reader was hidden away and Sayyidina Umar asked to see what has been recited. So his sister, who refused to actually show him, saying that he needed to cleanse himself first, he pounced upon her and he beat her. 
And then eventually, the message was brought to him and it was the opening of Surah Taha. Sayyidina Umar felt very sorry in the moment that he was being oppressive to his sister and this softened his heart and made him actually more keen to see what had his sister so convinced. He then read the opening verses of Surah Taha and he asked to be taken to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Only his intention for visiting the Prophet had completely changed from wanting to kill him to wanting to kiss and embrace him. And he took shahada, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The conversion of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was arguably the most important conversion of the early Meccan period. And this surah was central to that powerful event. Now with that, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in dua and supplication. And we beg of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of his mercy, of his forgiveness, and for all that we desire of goodness in this world as well as in the world hereafter. Bi barakati surat al-Fatiha. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahmanir Rahim. Maliki Yawmiddin. Iyaka na'abudu wa iyaka nasta'in. Ihdina sirat al-Mustaqim. Sirat al-Ladhina an'amta alayhim. Ghayr al-Maghdubi alayhim. Waladdallin. Ameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. وإليك يرجع الأمر كله على نيته وسره فأنت, فأنت يا الله حق أن تعبد وأنت يا الله حق أن تحمد لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك ولعظيم سلطانك فلك الحمد يا رب لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك فلك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ولك الحمد إذا رضيت أنا دائما أبدا اللهم صلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الآخرين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد في كل وقت وحين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد حتى ترث الأرض ومن عليها وأنت خير الوارثين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكرك الغافلون يا الله in these days and nights of Ramadan we turn to you with our hands extended and our hearts open begging of your mercy begging of your forgiveness begging of begging of you for salvation from the fires of Jahannam يا الله we ask that our final words as we leave this world be لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم Ya Allah, we beg of you that you cause us to live upon that, that you cause us to die upon that, and that you cause us to be resurrected upon that kalima of La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, we ask that the lessons and the admonitions and the the stories in the Quran penetrate the depths of our hearts, minds and souls that we can recreate ourselves around them, that we can fashion our lives on them, that they can be our guiding lights in times of darknesses. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask that you make Surah Al-Kahf a part of our weekly life, that we recite it every Friday for the rest of our life. Ya Allah, we ask that the lessons contained therein and the wisdom contained therein come into our hearts and minds and souls and that we love them. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask that you make the Qur'an a companion for us in this world and that it be a lawyer and defendant for us in the world you're after. Ya Allah, we ask 
that the love and wisdom that you demonstrate in the Quran with all of the beautiful relationships that we read about and that we hear about, that we have that same love and barakah and blessings in our own lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, for all of those parents who are struggling with their children, we ask of you to be with them and to guide them in that regard. Ya Allah, all of those parents who have difficulty with their, with their children, we ask of you to guide their children, Ya, Ar- ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. Protect their children, Ya Allah, and guide them unto, unto the Sirat Al-Mustaqeem. Ya Allah, for all of those brothers and sisters who are struggling to have children, Ya Allah, we ask you to bring contentment into their hearts and ease their struggle and grant them the children who will be the coolness of their eyes, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Ya Allah, for all of those couples who are struggling for years and years and years, going through all forms of trouble, trying to conceive, Ya Allah, we ask that you grant them miraculous births, Ya Rabbal Alameen, as you granted in the Quran, in the form of Nabi Yahya and in the form of Nabi Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Ya Allah, you granted their births in old age to certain couples and without fathers in the case of other couples. Ya Rabb, you can be for these parents who are struggling the source of miracle so that they too can have the miraculous childbirth that they so desire for your sake. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. Ya Allah, we make dua for all of those parents who have many children but their children are disobedient to them. Ya Allah, bring peace to their hearts and make their children conform to the laws of Islam, Ya Rabbal Alameen, and guide their children to be obedient to their parents, Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. Ya Rabb, we turn to you and we ask of you to grant us knowledge as you have granted Nabi Musa and Sayyidina Khidr alayhimu salatu wasalam. Ya Allah, they had special knowledge. Ya Allah, we beg of you for basic knowledge so that we can fulfill the commandments that you have given us. Ya Allah, we ask that that basic knowledge be expanded into deep knowledge so that we can understand you more, so that we can love you more and so that we can enslave ourselves to you more. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Ya Allah, we wish to serve you and only you. Ya Allah, we wish to be your servants for in serving you, we free ourselves from serving any other. In loving you and in devoting ourselves to you and in enslaving ourselves to you, we remove the shackles from any other form of false loves and attachments to this world. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. Ya Allah, we ask that you make our fast accepted, that you make our Quran accepted, that you make our taraweeh accepted. Ya Allah, for those of us intending i'tikaf, accept that intention from us and guide us and facilitate it for us. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. Ya Allah, grant us the blessings of Ramadan. Grant us to be from among those who attain salvation in Ramadan. Ya Allah, grant us to be from among those whose du'as are accepted in Ramadan. Ya Allah, don't cast it back into our faces. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. Ya Allah, we ask for you of the best in this world and the best in the world you're after and salvation from the fires of Jahannam. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Ya Allah, we ask that you grant shifa to all of those who are ill at home and in hospital, all of those who are struggling, all of those who are in pain. Ya Allah, be with them, Ya Allah, and alleviate their difficulties. And for all of the believers who had passed on, the believing men and the believing women, Ya Allah, grant them jannatul firdaus bi ghayri hisab. يا رحمن يا رحيم يا مولانا يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين تقبل الله منا ومنكم جزاكم الله خيرا until next time إن شاء الله تعالى from unlocking hearts and myself إرشاد سديك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته